0: Hello and welcome to the 909 podcast. It's myself and Andrea Carey here on episode 214, I think of the 909 podcast. I forgot to check that in advance, but I'm saying it now with confidence. Hello, <laughs> how are you? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. I mean,
2: who's who's counting? That's the thing. You. I am counting me. I'm counting. how how are you doing, Nile?
0: I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Um I, I was nice now. I had a week and good week away, Mike, last week, Um, with significant things that happened. Uh, mm. First of all, went to the Great Escape uh, in Brighton over the weekend. A great new music festival, 500 bands playing over 100 and something different venues over three or four days. Uh, really, really lovely place to be. Um, And I saw loads of great things which I've written about on online.com which if you want to go and have a look. And we mentioned in our chat uh, coming up. Uh, but before that, I went to see Jai Paul. How it was it? It happened. Yeah, it was so good. It was so enjoyable. My god. Like it wasn't like the most mind-blowing thing ever, but it was just mm. so nice to see him. And it was do you know what? I think after watching the video stuff from Coachella and uh I just felt like it doesn't really translate as well as it did live. Um and obviously, sure. this was a proper venue. It was uh, Outer Net uh in London. It's called Here and Now or something like that. It's a underground um like uh underground, proper underground, like two stories underground, um uh, venue that kind of like is has this massive production and kind of looks a bit like a bigger tripod, but um mm. uh, with a big balcony and everything. Just a beautiful stage, really easy, nice to, nice to be there, and a great set. Just like it was a 50. And did he and
2: seem beat. happy to be performing? So happy. Like he was in
0: yeah, oh that's good. They all did. Yeah. It was just and yeah. his voice was absolutely phenomenal, like it really was. I was just like, watch, I was very close actually because I went on my own at the end and mm. I was very close to him uh, in terms of like, I, was, I wasn't I was far from the front so I could see him a lot and I could, I could, I could really watch him sing and him doing ad-libs and stuff, he looked so comfortable and so at ease and it was yeah. so nice and the the backdrop stage visuals and stuff was really, really nice and um, yeah, I mean like, he, he played all the bangers and like, you got BTS to you, uh, Jasmine, uh, Straight Out of Mumbai, he did a cover of um, uh, Cars by Gary Newman, which was new. Oh, wow. And, uh, so, yeah, it was just like all of those, all those great songs, band were really good. I was like, this is brilliant. And uh, I was so happy to be there. It was such a nice, nice experience. And, Excellent. Uh, I'm delighted. I actually got, you know, I'm, I think I'm always looking for, I was looking for those moments at shows where you're like the goosebumps, the kind of chills you get. Um, mm. And when he came out and funny enough, it was actually the second song, He. I just had this realization I that, and man. I was like, my God, so much has gone into this coming like and so much has happened for me. Never mind him since mm. since he he first came out with, uh, you know, uh, the first songs 10 years ago, over 10 years ago, 12 years ago, probably. And it's mm. uh, just really nice. And I was like, almost got a bit emotional. I was like, oh, I was like, this is really nice. It's just really I nice to that. see this man.
2: And you were like away for it as well. Like you traveled. And yeah, like, I don't really it's... do that
0: an awful lot because... You know, usually if you go see an artist, they're probably going to come here at some point, but mm. it's it's less of a given these days and certainly not with Joy Paul, who um, I don't know if he ever will um, come to Ireland yeah. to play a gig, but uh, I don't know if he'll ever play gigs ever again after this. But I would be surprised if he didn't, because that was a great set and he could easily do that around the place. Now, obviously, you wouldn't get as big of a reaction as he got by your fans, by um, who got there by public ballot. And I have to say the public ballot thing really worked well. It was basically you sign up to whatever night you want to go to uh, register your interest. And uh, it was random selection. You get offered what you get offered. And if you go, you go. If not, it goes back into the pot. And I think it's a really fair way to do it. Yeah. It's certainly more more fair than like waiting around on a Friday morning to, to buy tickets that you might not get. When yeah, it's funny, like
2: until... Until I saw that, because I also signed up for the tickets and until I saw that as a kind of method of, you know, trying to introduce a bit of fairness, like it just didn't occur to me that there was another way of doing it rather than just, you know, the scramble or promoter pre-sales or, you know, your if people get pre-sales on their phone networks or whatever it might be. And it's like, no, this way seems quite fair, actually. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was so
0: really good. Yeah, it was really cool. really good, um, uh, and I was just so happy to be there, and uh, a great fifteen track uh, set list, and a lovely way to kick off a, a lovely time away um, in, mm. the, in London and Brighton at Great Escape and stuff. So really lovely, really lovely. And I had Skinner was playing in in at the Great Escape, and then twice, and then at, uh, in the Windmill in Brixton. Uh, mm-hmm. So lovely, all weekend. I love. I do actually really like visiting London the last two times. I really enjoyed the visit of it all and uh, especially like the food and stuff like that. And just yeah. it, it it is a great playground, an adult playground, which is the great escape as well, which is described to me at one point. But uh, and great to see so many. I mean, you inevitably see loads of Irish people at these festivals. Well, nothing wrong with that when they're actually really sound and you you don't mind hanging out with them. So it's, lo- <laughs> it's a lovely thing. So yeah. um, that was my experience. And uh, you were at a gig as well. Didn't you go to the Liberty Hall?
2: Yeah, I went to see Tim Key. Um, it was a Christmas present for Harry, I believe. So it's always nice to get like to, something for yourself for someone else's Christmas present. Um it was great. It was a really, really good show. A lot of poems from his new book, um not He Used Thought as a Wife, I think maybe the one after that, um, based around the lockdown um he dedicated a poem to harry and i which was pretty cool oh, yeah. <laughs> um oh, yeah bad, so like he he was doing like a little bit of like crowd work and at oh. one point he asked oh, are, are there
3: any
2: uh, yeah but i mean no like i i offered us up which i would never normally do at a, at a comedy gig but he asked like "Were are there any couples here who were separated by the lockdown like and had to live in in different uh in different places and couldn't see each other and he asked nice. it like a couple of times and nobody was putting themselves forward. And I could just tell that he needed someone to say yes so that he could like move on yeah. with his joke. And I was like, I just put my hand up and I was like, yeah, we were. And then um, he like asked us a couple of questions. It was fine. Um, he didn't understand what my name was um, and called, what was it he called me? My friend has me saved in his phone as whatever the name was that he called me and then read out this uh, poem about a couple being separated by lockdown. So it was really, it was really, really cool. It was great. Ah, yes. Like I'd never you, seen Tim Key before. Him. I've been like, yeah, exactly. Well, I was just like, I want to help. Like, <laughs> but I like if it was any other comedian, if it was a comedian where their their thing is like taking the piss out of you or like making you look silly, then I wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't have like um involved myself in crowd work. But because it's Tim Key, I'm like, no, he's like quite nice (laughs) so um but yeah it was lovely i've been like a massive massive fan of his for years and never seen him live and he's one of those comedians where like it's very very difficult to actually find Mm. um his shows online um and like his edinburgh shows like he hasn't he's not one that like puts the shows out or puts them on netflix or he's a bit like like daniel kitson in that way where it's like it's just the show and that's it. Um, but I've loved like I have like most of his books and yeah, I've just loved him for years. So it was so nice to to see him. Um and then he was signing books afterwards, and um we we're there with two other friends, and they were like, Oh, do you want to go like talk to him? And I was like, No, I'm scared. Um, so I didn't. Um, but yeah, it was great. It was a lovely, lovely, lovely night. Um, the the venue is odd. I I definitely know what you mean now about it. Like there was, oh yeah, yeah, it is. like uh, a it is. fire safety announcement beforehand. That was like just a bit odd, and yeah, it's 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 a strange space, but it it worked really well for comedy. I thought we were in the front row of the upper bit, uh, which inexplicably is like there's quite a high like wall. So you yeah, you yeah. can see the stage, but it's definitely higher than you expect it to be. Like if you 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 wouldn't want to be like a shorter person, I wouldn't say, sitting there. Um, but it's definitely a space that I think could be used more. Um, I don't see much going. It on has there. been used more, thankfully. I Is think, it? Well. Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was really cool. Um, and then I went to a Eurovision party. um ah. last week as well. So. Nice. What do you think of the winner? Um. um I didn't love it. I voted for Norway.
0: No, I didn't I, see any of it because I was away. So
2: I, yeah, like England. Sweden, like the 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 show was good. Obviously, we didn't want Sweden to win because it would match our um, or it has matched our uh, record of having the same person win it twice and and winning it. Is it seven times? I think. Don't come yeah, for me, Eurovision times, people. Yeah. But um, so disappointing. Uh, and also we gave them 12 points, which is crazy. As in our jury gave them 12 points. And I'm like, what What are you thinking? Um, yeah.
0: Which was a shame. But it your was heart, great. Like, your, what was your business brand?
2: <laughs> sorry?
0: They just voted with their heart.
2: I know. But like, if you're really voting with your heart, You would have voted for Norway like everyone was into Norway like everyone loved it they were chanting it Norway won the popular vote like there's a whole like electoral college conversation going on around like should we scrap the juries like yeah it's I'm I'm really into the conversation I'm like I, I I I haven't in the past like Been that into Eurovision it's only kind of in the past few years that I've really gotten into it and seeing like people getting really into like the politics of it I've been really enjoying there's actually an episode of um, Fanula Jones podcast Flop Culture about um, Ireland's Eurovision flops that I cannot recommend enough if you want to like understand Ireland's relationship with the Eurovision in recent years but it's also like just one of the funniest episodes of anything I've ever listened to. Her guest, I can't remember his name. I think his name might be and I'm so sorry I've, I've forgotten it. But um absolutely gas corkman just talking about the Eurovision. So really recommend that uh that episode of Flop Culture for anyone who wants to like get into that topic. Uh I learned right. a lot.
0: <laughs> so right. yeah. I mean, uh yeah, poor Ill, poor Ireland didn't have qualified, but probably in fairness the song wasn't
3: great I don't it
2: wasn't great so, right but i watched it i i didn't see the semi finals or anything i like to go in like completely fresh on the night um but when it finished we put it on the tv so that i could watch it and i thought it was fine like i was like it's I think not it's great the
0: it's the lyrics for me it's like
2: i was like, like it's I'm not a winner TV, like. but like there was definitely worse stuff that got through um so I feel like we should be a bit nicer to the wild youth lads. Like I feel like no, they, no shade on David. I not think
0: the song was.
3: No, it's bad. Song. It, it just it, it just song. hit a lot
0: of beats, very obvious beats, and I think the obvious thing now is to slightly play with the form a bit, um, but mm. still have a banger or have a great song. Um, yeah. So yeah, not for me. Yeah,
2: I mean and, one uh, w- one of the entries was a song about Edgar Allan Poe coming back from the dead and haunting a typewriter and the song was about and the song that he writes maybe is about how artists don't make enough money from Spotify streams like <laughs> like there's there's crazy shit happening on the okay. Eurovision right now so do do kind a kind w- of we're all together or we are one and you know i feel like that yeah. moment is gone you know it is we, yeah. we feel like it
0: 10 15 years ago that kind of thing maybe yeah, yeah. but anyway Anyway, what we are here for on the podcast this week and what we are looking forward to and uh, hoping to get more out of is a chat with the one and only Nilo, who uh, is a man we've been trying to get on this podcast for a long time. And mm-hmm. didn't we, we let it, we get a slide probably on album one, All The Leaves Are Falling, came out in 2020. Um, but since then, um, he's just released a new song called Forest featuring Morgana, his, his pal, and there's new music on the way. He's playing the Hennessy Hip Hop House at the Body and Soul Festival this June solstice weekend. So uh, you can check him out there, the Hennessy Hip Hop House. So um, all that remains for me to say is uh, if you like what we do here and you want to support us and uh, what we do and the website in general, it's patreon.com Um There's loads of playlists and things there. There's a Discord access. Look, we've said it before. If you haven't done it by now. Come in, just come in and have a look. Morning. It's okay. It's all right. Kettle's don't, we on. don't bite. Actually very lovely, very lovely space. Um particularly uh, in the Discord where you can meet. It's not like you just have to talk to me all the time. There's a lot of other people there.
2: Honestly, Niall's nice. barely there. <laughs>
0: I'm barely there. I keep an eye on everything, but I'm barely you there. You do. Yeah. But yeah,
1: let's have a chat with Nilo. There's times I feel the pull of all the stars that light the way above us. And I've got many brothers in the earth They'll never smoke another ground, They'll never feel their mother's love I shake a care in father's hand They'll never reach the ocean Gaze upon the broken open Makes me think of all the act The Dublin poems are left unspoken And might I feel my sister's pain The world is damn in twisted chains All the fucking wrongs, abuse i murder done in Jesus' name The Holy Father, painted white engendered gendered male It's all just in the end No cross his nails, it's just pretend and all that's real is truth and light. Right at the end, I spent the winter too, and throwing with my friends. And all that's real is truth and light. Right at the end.
0: Well, we're delighted to have Nilo finally on the podcast. Uh, it's been a long time coming, actually, hasn't it? Mm. We have talked about this many times before, and uh, mm. nothing nothing has manifested as yet, here till now. Are. But uh, <laughs> how are you, Nilo?
4: I'm good, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. surprised all of our electronics are working
0: perfectly here. Yeah, yeah, I'm very impressed um, <laughs> what what's going on here. Using a new I'm system for the first maintaining time. Maintaining
2: a healthy skepticism. Um, that's, that's the way to be. It's going too well. If uh, if Sayla Mai is listening to us, this is not shade because um, we had we had such, <laughs> we'd, we'd, we'd a lot of Mercury and retrograde issues um, when we were chatting to her on the podcast last week. So uh, yeah, that's yeah, the we'll universe is balancing. We'll it it. <laughs> a
0: good forty-five minutes, perhaps, of like uh, uh, troubleshooting. Oh. Yeah, so, you know, from okay. all of yeah. us. Beforehand. So yeah. this is, yeah, yeah.
2: You're, you're bringing oh, excellent energy with you today, Nilo.
0: He's gone, he's gone, he's dropped. It. <laughs> uh,
4: it's over, it's over.
0: <laughs> Nilo, I thought it'd be nice to get you on and see what you're up to. I know you've uh, you just released a a new tune um, called Forest. That's the first, uh, uh, presumably many to come, and the first in a while for you, and the first since your first album. More specifically, in the summertime, you have a, show at the Hennessy Hip Hop House at Body and Soul Festival coming up. So we thought it'd be a nice time to kind of check in with you and see how things are doing how things are going. I mean last time I saw you proper uh, was uh we were talking about this recently just when the uh the single came out was that uh that gig we did in Derry um which was a live stream gig and uh feels like a long time ago when we did mm-hmm. that. Um, that feels like time. a different world doesn't it feels it like does like so long ago yeah maybe like i mean was it three years ago it probably was three years ago now two and a half
4: yes yeah, yeah like two that. and a half
0: years jesus
4: was it in the winter as well i think it was winter. Uh,
0: yeah i can't remember i was just up in Derry for like a day and a half that was it and then sure it was so strange because like we basically did the live stream in the venue with like four or five different bands or something and uh sure, everyone came in and did their did their piece and it was great and uh but you know it kind of without an audience it just didn't feel right you know that no way
3: yeah like, it
4: feels weird and like the, the production on it and everything was unbelievable and yeah some of the it was really i think i think honestly the crew i had at that one and the performance that we put on was you had a big band at that one yeah yeah we had like nine or ten people and like it was like the best it was like one of the best things we ever did <laughs> and, then, and then it's it's such an anti-climax and it's like oh nobody was there to see it yeah but like we were there, and that's all that matters. Well, it space.
0: was live streams, and I think we sent you a full yeah. chat, so that's good, that's good. Yeah. But, like, how have you been getting on since since then? Uh, how are things progressing for you? How are you feeling about everything? How are you feeling about music, specifically? I saw you, was it last summer as well, in Emma? In that was the last time I saw you in, in yeah, in life. Yeah, at, the, at that
4: direct provision gig, we had a nice chat at that, but, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I've, been, I've been doing good. I've been up and down, you know yourself, like, where music is tough, like, real life gets in the way a lot, like, I have a, a son... Um, I'm a single dad with a son, so it's like life tends to be very. It, it tends to easily get in the way of music, you know, and and I think the landscape has changed a lot since the since I kind of last put out music as well. So, mm. um, but it was it's nice to start putting it out again. Like, yeah, it, it's not to be sniffed at. Like, I really re- respect the, the fuck out of a lot of people that are putting out music because, like the game has changed a lot in the last three years like it's it's really like a lot of it is it, a lot of music has an even shorter lifespan now than it had back then and back then it was quite getting quite short as well but like now i feel like with we, 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 social media it's just like it's all 20 second 30 second clips and it's really hard to, uh, to go off and like build a project and i think artists don't get really rewarded for going off and putting that time in to build a project like we, we, we reward them when they put out good projects but like in the meantime kind of what are you supposed to do especially in Ireland it's hard like you know mm. you you know you get some really good gigs and then the next year you get less good gigs and then the money starts
0: drying up yeah. and it's, it's kind of tough you know that is true I mean it's a small country yeah. and it is very hard yeah. to make a living out of it and it's always mm. the eternal, the eternal thing. But you've always been very uh, open and honest with what you do as well like you've been walking dogs and stuff for a long time yeah and it's a big yeah. like you're you, you've always been uh, very uh, pragmatic in terms of sharing like your life with uh, uh, others so they can see what yeah. it can be like to be an artist as well. You know, because you yeah. do spend a lot of time in the car with dogs or in the park. Oh my god, all the time. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all day. I mean, that's that's... 17 today. Yeah. Oh, wow. What? <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah, Tell us. Well, about I'm going that. to Amsterdam tomorrow, so I had to, <laughs> I had to try and get them all done uh, before <gasps> the end of the week, which is insane. I'm sorry to be clear <laughs> to anyone much.
2: who doesn't know you. You walk them. You're not like yeah, bringing them to be. I'm not like neutered them, right? or something. <laughs> the <laughs> yeah, dog yeah, yeah. catchers. Imagine something. that was your
4: job, like <laughs> just actually bringing dogs to be neutered. That'd be the worst job ever. <laughs> just misery 24 <24/7. laughs> 7
0: they really wouldn't like you after that yeah no, they no
4: i'm the opposite i'm like the fun guy i, I get yeah. like every day i call to the door and get greeted like a king and their owners just get like ignored as they walk out the door it's yeah. actually gas um it's yeah day. i'm lucky enough to, to to still be doing that you know and and um I, I i never kind of stopped doing that i only stopped for a few months during covid and then uh speak of the devil here's my cat hopping up on the table um but yeah, I only stopped Hello. for a few months when you when when you couldn't. I'll uh, show, show them to you now. Uh, when you couldn't Ew. work anymore, Hello. this is Wilbur. He's Hi, Wilbur. Oh, cat.
3: look at him.
0: Yeah. He's got a moustache. He? Yeah, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> He's at like a cr- cartoon, What a cute. Yeah, he is. If it's my old right. right. I'll introduce. Ah <laughs> uh, well, hopefully we get all. We, we actually all have three so. cats.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, do you have <laughs> one as well
0: now? You have know, two actually now. Yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah, amazing. So, and they don't uh, be annoying you as well when you're here? They like to come in about half four usually and give out, <laughs> give out to me and then stand yeah. on the keyboard and like, yeah, and kind of be yeah, like come on, come on yeah, out and we'll do something with me. Try yeah. to do that now. And then Mine is and sulking
2: like, because <laughs> I wouldn't let her out on the balcony while I was out there. Oh, really? Yeah. They
4: love going outside, it's... don't they? Obsessed with it.
2: Like I, I, I let her out, yeah. but you have to like really keep an eye on her because she can fully just jump over the thing and I didn't have the yes. mental capacity to be watching her while I was also planting seeds so she's she's I'm just saying my guy, a, my guy is a
4: my guy's an indoor cat so he's mm. not used to going outside but I've been letting him out a little bit just yeah. under supervision because he's getting old and I think he's getting annoyed just staying in the house all day so I've yeah. been letting him out but like yeah I'm just worried he'll get hit by a car you know? oh terrifying. The full it's terrifying terrifying yeah
2: yeah and, uh, or or that she'll catch a bird and she won't know what to do with it or...
0: oh god don't start me on the birds uh, she could, uh, <laughs> there's a little one here that's caught bird. Uh, caught a little budgie a few months ago uh, right. I was like, I was coming. I have a little video of it actually. I was just coming out uh, the backyard, and I was like, what's She got in her mouth?" And I was like, "Oh no, oh no!" And she no dropped way. it, and the budgie just just stood there and was like, "Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm actually grand." And then he flew off into and, and the satellite no dish way. for like about three hours in shock. Uh, but oh, she brings no. she she catches mice and everything. She's like,
2: not not to say not something not really pet, though, sad about it, but our budgies not usually pets. Like, do we have? Wild See, okay, Is this is this is, this is why
4: I was Snatch worried. She's going to someone's garden. This is why I Yeah, like- exactly.
0: Because there's a load <laughs> of warehouses at the back here and there's also a load of lawn gardens. And I was like, yeah. my first thought was like, oh, she's after getting into somebody's house. And somehow mm. catching a budgie and bringing it. And back there's a to the trail
2: grass. of feathers leading to your yeah,
0: house. But what I did also remember is that there is a uh, there's a pet shop not far away. So I was like, hey, maybe oh, you've okay. escaped the pet shop as well. Oh so no! I was like, either way. and they ex-
4: they escape a lot as well.
0: Yeah, they yeah. often yeah. escape. That's yeah. probably what happened, to be honest. And good I think it's good for
2: happened. them. We promote budgies escaping. I think.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. That's Get true. out of there. Yeah. Get outside into the anyway. jars.
2: Yes, <laughs> into the jaws uh, of local cat. Yeah, local Jocie's
3: podcaster's
0: cat. She's, uh, <laughs> she's, she's a fierce little thing. She's also a cute <laughs> as cute as they do. But anyway, uh, we wanted to talk to you about some music choices and kind of frame mm. um, our chat with you around um, some music that you love at the moment and music that you would count as influences in the last while. Uh, is it fair to say the current favourite one you have is The Medium Build? Is that the one? That the
4: yeah, he's yeah. A, a weird example of like... Uh, you know, I'm not big into, like, TikTok music and stuff like that or, or, like, finding music on TikTok. But I suppose these days it doesn't matter what medium you find it through. But, yeah, I was just scrolling through uh, TikTok one night and I came across this guy and I fucking absolutely love him and I've been obsessed with him ever since. Um, I feel like he just writes... He's he's on tour with Lewis Capaldi at the moment, but he's not, like... I feel like that, that does him an injustice. No offense to Lewis Capaldi, but, like, he just writes really honest lyrics and uh, when it's stripped back to him and a guitar... I don't know, there's something about him that I just love I don't know, I'm interested to know what you guys think
0: Okay, let's play a bit of Medium Build And a song called Never Learned to Dance
1: Send me your location
3: I'll send you a selfie save this dream I had it feels like it might ruin me every
0: That is medium bills, so almost will never learned to dance. So he's from Anchorage in Alaska. So not a, he's not like a, a local Scottish guy, obviously, by the voice, you can tell that. But, like, yeah, interesting pair up, perhaps, for a Lewis Caballi. Not exactly the most obvious um, mm. fit, yeah, as you'd expect. i tell like you, his like I think his lyrics are really honest. Mm.
2: It, it, mm. When I was listening to the playlist, I think this is the last song on the playlist. And mm-hmm. uh, my Spotify does that thing where once you finish listening to a playlist, it plays you something that you like. Um, and this came on and I was like, oh, this must be one of my songs now, because it's just so <laughs> yeah. something that I would listen to. It reminds me of a guy who you might know. And if you don't know, you'll definitely like Um, called Slaughter Beach Dog. And he had a, an mm-hmm. album called At The Moon Base. Um, mm-hmm. And I kind of initially thought it was him. um, And then I realized it wasn't. And I was like, yes, I've got a new Artist to do <laughs> this is great. Yeah. so thank you for. Yeah, I know Slatter Beach Dog as well. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah he's kind too. of a similar thing.
0: Yeah, it's definitely very Andrea
4: Clear. It is for sure. <laughs> Big me vibe. Like, what does that mean? Does that mean you like it or you don't?
0: <laughs> no, I mean that doesn't mean I like. I, I actually do like. I li- I think the lyrics are the thing that stood out to me as well. Especially, mm. yeah, uh, yeah, I like the vibe. But certainly, it's completely within Andrea's wheelhouse for sure. It's my wheelhouse, <laughs> yeah, We're my yeah. house. Now. Yeah. Just it i just gonna say this could be like a Julia Jacklin song or something, you know. Mm, and
4: nice I love, love Julie yeah. Jacklin as, well, so. as well. She's yeah. amazing. So. Yeah. That's the
2: vibe. Um, but yeah, tell us about why why you love this song. You mentioned the the lyrics. Did you?
5: I
4: think when he just says there has to be better shit to give a shit about other than wondering what people think about us now. Like that just hits fucking everybody. You mm. know, it really hits me. And it's like, it's very simple and it's very direct. And I think that's the way I write as well. So it's like, it really kind of hits me. I don't really write songs in riddles so much. I know people love like uh, cryptic lyrics more so. A lot lot of people do. And, you know, I know know the idea that if you make people work for an understanding of a song that they love it more sometimes. But like I've tried that and I'm not very good at it and I'm not very good at listening to music that's like that. I need to like Mm. really directly connect with the lyrics. And uh, yeah, that's what that does for me.
2: I think there can be a balance with that kind of cryptic yeah. lyric
4: thing. I think yeah, it can be overly like, done for sure.
2: Yeah, like I think uh, I think Taylor Swift nearly strikes the balance for me. For me, she um, she loves a, a cryptic lyric, but then that now and then, right. like like that song anti-hero like just it, it'll be all this like cryptic stuff and then she, she just has a line like it, it must be exhausting always rooting for the anti-hero and i'm like there it is there's the cut through. there's the direct thing <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it can be so actually, revealing that, and rewarding like, that
4: does work yeah when there is like pretty poetic cryptic lyrics and then there's a real cut through line that mm-hmm. does work really well actually it, it does kind of make that stand out a lot um, yeah i wouldn't say taylor swift's a good lyricist though it's a controversial opinion there wow well. I I have, feel like she used to be I love better. Her, but I have ago. my issues with
2: her. Like it's okay. I yeah. get you.
4: Yeah. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a very complicated relationship between me and Taylor. I think she was but, uh, better
4: when she was like teenager, early twenties, more so than now. Like I listened all the way through to the last album, and I was like, oh, I think some of these lyrics are horrendous. Mm. <laughs>
0: sorry. <Ooh. laughs> no, no, please.
2: <laughs> I um. I I uh, I too think some of her lyrics are horrendous. I okay, do. okay, okay. I fair. do. But <laughs> I will defend her right to make horrendous lyrics, I suppose. Yes. Um, for sure. I don't know why she can obviously I don't know why I'm defending song. this this almost billionaire, but um <laughs> it's my that's my curse. <laughs>
4: fair,
0: fair. That's fair. The, the the news about going out with Maddie Healy now is uh, is uh, Don't start adding, me. Uh, <laughs>
2: Veto, uh, vetoing yeah. the, okay. the topic. Anyway, move on. That's enough
0: that's enough <laughs> of that. Um, okay, I just let's found out
4: they're going out. Just when you said it, just <laughs> said. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, they're
0: going out.
2: I'll send um, you a lengthy email wow. explaining everything.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay.
0: See, this is the problem, though. Why does there always have to be an explanation? Like they're <laughs> just going fun. out, no? No oh, God, it's like horoscopes, <laughs> except for horoscopes is just Taylor Swift um, Easter eggs. That's it. <laughs> yeah.
4: I have many questions related to this, but I won't ask any of them because I don't want to go off on a tangent.
0: Okay, okay well, okay. if you do want to uh, ask Nilo more questions, uh, we'll do a special Patreon-only special. <laughs> Nilo's thoughts on, on Taylor Swift. Uh, yeah. God, yeah. Yeah, I have to get more gonna, educated. Gonna go from medium build to Taylor Swift to uh, another favourite on this podcast, uh, Sufjan Stevens, a song from Carrie and Lowell uh, from 2015 called The Only Thing. Let's play a bit of this.
3: Signs and wonders, Perseus is aligned with a score. Slaying Medusa, Pegasus, a light from us all. Do I care if I survive
0: Sufjan Stevens, the only thing, a very sad song from uh, Carrie and Lowell, which is a very pensive and sad album. Actually, really isn't it? It's a a lot. Uh, there's a lot going on there. I think. Feel like did we ever review that? No, we weren't. Probably doing it then, were we? Uh, no, I've definitely ago. talked about. Yeah, it. Yeah, 2015. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: In this, I think we did a Sufjan episode at some stage, but yeah. yeah. Um. Again, go in go my wheelhouse. House. But yeah, um, yeah. Tell us about this. Choice and um, why you did this to me on a Wednesday.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh, and during when, when I was listening to that, there I just realized the, the hypocritical nature of my personality. Where I just said, Oh, I like really direct lyrics, and then yeah, the, immediately Perseus is it? the song, <laughs> <laughs> like it's like the most cryptic lyrics you could have possibly. Have on the song.
3: Well, anyway. know, there's, there's some pretty direct lines, there
0: is, direct there, lines
4: are, are. There. Yeah, there are, for sure, you know. Mm. Um, I just think I just think he's magic. I think uh I think that album is magic. Um I don't know, there's just something about him like it, that song just speaks to me in so many ways. It's like you know, the, even like essentially he's talking about like the only reason he lives is because of like these mystical experiences that he has or maybe like moments of awe that he has in his life and I think that's just a beautiful concept to me that like there's always something to live for, you know, like no matter how much you think that you know, you should leave the world. It's it's like, you know, you could always be uh, in in a sea lion cave <laughs> like at some mm-hmm. point in your life, you know. I think that's a lovely, uh, on a Monday morning when you're going somewhere that you don't want to go and you're feeling really bad, I think that's a beautiful thing to remember. And that's really the nature of what art is, you know, to, to remind us of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: It's
0: nice. And transportive the, as well in a nice
4: way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the
2: sound right. of it, it's, it's such a pleasantly produced song it's a a really delicate and um it has that kind of far away ghostly sort Mm, of not whatever the opposite of a sheen is you know sort of like (laughs) like a blur on it or something it's
0: very liminal Uh, isn't it like it's yeah it's like it's from the past
2: like if like it's found audio or something um yeah yeah, it's so
4: dreamy at the same time Mm, yeah yeah, it's so beautiful um he's have you guys ever seen him play
0: Um, Yeah, yeah, in the Olympia on the um, Age of Ads show. So that was a lot different to this, you know, Mm. big spectacle, um, the wings and all. Um, So very different, um, but I think it's probably like I prefer this version than I prefer the Age of Ad's version of Sufjan. He's he's always excelled at those really small, uh, quiet, intimate songs that... Are pretty devastating and also speak to (laughs) his own life, but also uh, everyone else's as well. I mean, even when he was doing, there's so many. He has so many lyrics like that that just speak to people. I think as well. I I I think I've seen Glasshouse Ensemble do the Sufjan show. We had them. I bro, I went to that. Yeah, that was the first time I I ever met you, Noel. Was it?
4: Yeah, Yeah, I went. I went with my uh, my ex at the time and. She had she never really listened to Sophie and Stevens or anything, and I just p- kind of pretty much made her go with me, <laughs> and it was like it was all they played most of like Illinois. Is that the name of that album? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Michael from Spies was the singer.
0: That's right, yeah, and
4: yeah, brother, yeah. they were fucking unbelievable. And actually, since that, I didn't know him at the time, and since that, I've become very good friends with him through Morgana and stuff. And I always remind them, I'm like, bro, I was there and
0: I was like crying. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They were lovely gigs. So we did it. It was in the Douglas Hyde Gallery, which was, was, the reason we did that was because the first time uh, Sufi had ever played in Dublin, he played there. There was a time where a couple of artists played that, that kind of space. I think Cat Power also played there. And I just thought it was a nice idea. To do something to travel back to that, um, and even the label like uh, Asthmatic Kitty were very supportive as well. They were just like, just don't use any uh photos of C-Fan uh, that suggest that he's going to be there or anything. So, okay, right. as long yeah, as you don't do that, and <laughs> yeah, so it was a lovely thing, it was a lovely thing, and uh, it was yeah. beautiful, yeah. Good memory. I think he had an album out last week, even with with a bunch of other people, didn't he? He had, just-
2: he's always recently, releasing music. yeah. He's just kind of. Annoyingly prolific, like he's always yeah, it is a bit annoying. Yeah, you can't keep up with it. Like, um, because I usually love artists who like go away, take their through two or three years, and then come back with their album. But with Sufyan, like I love him so much, I have to listen to everything he puts out, and it's quite time consuming. <laughs> so I haven't gotten yeah. around to whatever it was that he released most recently. Oh, yeah, anyway, so I but... remembered
0: now. So the album that he released actually ties in with a uh carrion lowell isn't it because it isn't it wasn't it released with um it's called is it actually even out yet hold on a second
2: is he he put out something that was like a duet with his dad
0: that's um, right yeah yeah like an electronic
2: music sort of thing um sort of ambient thing that was really good um
0: but yeah is that two years ago that's right. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So, so yeah. Obviously, there's a complete connection here. So uh, Lowell is um, her, his mother's second husband. Obviously, is part of uh, a big part of this story in this uh, this record as well. But yeah, is also um, part head of the record label Asthmatic Kitty as well. So, so a real um, so Sufian's stepdad essentially. So I think they did do something recently together, didn't they? Yeah. yeah
2: they did like a kind of Good an ambient it. thing uh, yeah lol. i
0: mean it's just always always add stuff as we say mm. <laughs> always add it <laughs> always and not add
4: necessarily it. stuff's not necessarily always hitting but it's he's keep keeps putting it out anyway which is great yeah there's like i mean it must be the, hard
2: the, there's like a different like sort of strands of sufian fans there's the people who like kind of just love the acoustic guitar stuff or the illinois mm, stuff that's me. there's people who like absolutely love the like the age of ads the more experimental stuff and then there's people who will just listen and defend like absolutely everything that he puts out right, and okay, um, okay. i think i'm i'm definitely in, in the first camp but i will also like i've I've never heard him put out something that i've thought is bad it, yes, uh, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. more that i just sort of wish he was doing the stuff that i want him to do which is incredibly yes. selfish and ridiculous <laughs> it's the nature of parasocial relationships he with needs to uh, suffer. Musicians. He musicians yeah suffer. get back to being sad you know <laughs> yeah like the, the call me by your name soundtrack that he did was so beautiful. oh my god it, it's it was crazy. like the it was like the the it felt like the return of him to like an era of his music and i was like yes he's back yeah
3: it really did <laughs>
4: didn't it and those songs just really stay with you especially with that film it's like
0: yeah. wow.
3: It's i've like only watched it. that
0: film once but i've yeah, like, me too. been in to give it another go oh it's point. like I don't know if i can do it to myself my comfort
2: <laughs> film i'm always watching really it, but, yeah really. I, I feel like i'm on holidays when i'm watching it like oh yeah it's so beautiful it really is yeah somewhere in the north of italy just I know, hanging it's out so nice.
3: Although, Although maybe Darren hasn't been cancelled yet,
2: yeah, everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got yeah. his whole career ahead of him. <laughs>
4: like, <laughs> God, he's great, guys.
2: <laughs> simpler times. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
4: yeah,
3: but yeah,
2: I mean, like two two of my top three favorite films ever are "Call Me by Your Name" and "The Social Network," both of which feature Army <laughs> Hammer quite prominently, and he's he's in "The Social Network" twice, like oh as twins. God. So it's yeah, it's oh, very nice. difficult. Yeah, it's so Spare you a S3 thought L3. for the Army <laughs> Hammer girlies, like during the past very few good. years. <laughs> it's
3: been tough Ooh, out here yeah
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay your next choice is by uh, Navy Blue now I know this name from uh, association with Wiki I believe mm-hmm, uh, mostly mm-hmm. uh, let's play a bit of one of the songs you picked uh, to give praise from Navy Blue and then we'll chat about it
1: Thunder I'm now Russell nor KD OK scene my mother told me speak my peace, but she ain't say bleed. Same me, out to save me. Sagey, it takes bravery. I seen the spirit close the door, no pulling baby teeth. Amazing. It's amazing. My heart racing, trying to save the things that never last. If you got them both, you better check your mom and dad. Tell them that you love them, some will kill for what we have. Say a prayer for my cousin, send a healer on his path. Thoughts of Michael, miss him later, can't be anchored in the past. Watch the smoke dance in the air, wouldn't dare to make it last. Fall asleep beneath the shrine as time passes. Trust the light is just sublime, as what I am, cause I can't be anchored in the past. Left me scarred to the touch in a car with my dad, yeah. All the stars above us, only love is what
0: we have. So yeah, Nilo, tell us about um Navy Blue and
4: uh, your experience with his music. Uh, yeah, so I found out about this guy through Genova, um, I think around 2020, he he was over my gaff, and he was like, have you heard of this guy? And we were on my balcony, like smoking a spliff during COVID, looking out on the sunset, and we were just like, yeah, this is nice. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, started, I started listening to him, and uh, he's, fuck, he's just unbelievable, he's like the most talented, He ma- he makes beats, he raps, he's a model, he's a painter, he's a professional skateboarder. He's like wow. multiple different things. Um, oh yeah,
0: yeah, I've read about this guy. Yeah, yeah, he's
4: crazy. And he kind of came up through the the Wolf crew, like Earl Sweatshirt and and people like that. And he was kind of just a young kid that was hanging around with them, and then um, just turned into this kind of like amazing artist. Who who I don't know. He just speaks to me on, on so many levels. Like he, the experimental beats or something. The the lack of drums on a lot of his tracks uh, definitely influenced like my new record. Uh, and I felt. When I started taking drums away from some of my songs, I felt a lot more free to like tell stories as well. Um, a lot of the time, I felt like drums in song in my songs were a bit of a cage that I had to stick to, you know. Whereas, uh, mm. it, it felt easy to get emotions out when the drums were taken away for some reason. So, um, that's kind of why I picked Navy Blue. But he's also just been a really big influence on me over the last two years. It's nice to find an artist like later in life that you're that into you know usually a lot of the artists you find are in your 20s and you kind of stick with them forever but like mm. this guy is is one of my top three artists of all time and i went to see him in the academy green room which is not the best venue in the world or no not the green room academy too even worse too, yeah. the bottom one <laughs> bottom floor and uh he was amazing he did he did a concert it was like a really unique concert in in a way that he demanded respect from the crowd like he he wouldn't let people talk he did these like meditations halfway through that that it, i know what orish people are like halfway through the meditation some guys like any hash and he's like you, <laughs> he's like you just lost two songs out of the set like for for doing that whatever Good. so it was like being like it was like being in class and it was like <laughs> it's not the way i would operate at all i'm very informal when i play but like it I was nice to that. see someone yeah it was nice to see someone demand respect for their art you know like um so that was really cool um yeah, he's just been a just a huge influence on I me. Mean, his, his his music is amazing.
2: And what's what has he got out? Like what in terms of albums? Oh my right? God. because this is the only like thing Sophie I've, I've heard. He, I've, oh, he he's one of them. Like
4: two albums a year. Okay, right. So this produces to dive into. for love. Yeah, he. I think he produced a whole Wiki album as well. That's right. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, he's dro- he's dropped three albums in the last two years, I think, and they're long albums, and their quality is really up there as well, so, which is mm. crazy. I don't know how he does it. Um. So, Songs of Sage is the one that I like the best. Um, and then there's the one before, I can't remember the names. I'm not good with names and stuff, but yeah, mm. check them all out. This is like so Nile's
2: relationship was... with Salt. And the, oh, yeah, you yeah, just, yeah. A- every time they're releasing you know, something, you're like, oh, they've released eight albums today. <laughs> yeah, I got
0: triggered because they put out, there was a message on Bandcamp during the week. It was like, from Salt. I was like, no, no, not another <laughs> one. <laughs> I'm only getting through the other one still. I need a break. <laughs> I know, um, it's hard, isn't it? Sometimes. Yeah. Ah, oh, sure, look, I mean, yeah. it's it's hard to catch up it's with a life of the of abundance. albums that have been released, but yeah, yeah, it is, it is, absolutely. But speaking of, uh, have you been to many gigs recently, have you got a chance to be out and uh, feel inspired by any music? Yeah, I actually went to Post
4: Malone and Tree Arena last week, and yeah. it was fucking unbelievable, one of the best gigs I've ever seen. Was like, it? And I've seen him a <laughs> bunch of times, and I, like, I, I'd be a big Post Malone fan, I just think he's a really lovely guy, a really good song, really good pop songwriter. Um, Mm. and he just seems like he's he's literally there on his own and he smashed the tree arena like it was two two nights pretty much sold out I can't say
2: I've ever like delved in he strikes me as a nice guy and that's like my only opinion on him I'm like he seems like he would be fun to hang out with Um, yeah speaking of TikTok I thought
0: there was some worry about him recently but it turns out he's like I just became a dad that's all yeah
4: (laughs) he started performing different like he started like looking like he's on e and dancing real weird in his gigs and i think people just got worried about him because he lost loads of weight at the same time it was like a coincidence you know but actually from and i was like from seeing the clips i was like this guy looks like he's on fucking oxy or like adderall or whatever the hell but then from seeing him live i was like nah he's just like feeling himself and trying things a new way you know Yeah. yeah yeah Yeah, it was hard for it. It's hard for someone that can't dance to go out there and just fucking go for it. And I love that.
2: <laughs> on your own, <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. Nice.
4: yeah, on your own. No band, nothing. It's
0: crazy.
3: Yeah.
0: So he just has a backing track and I've never seen anybody do
4: that at his arena. That's... Not even yeah. a DJ, just a backing track and that's oh, it. Yeah. Wow, fair play. Nice. And he did have... Um, race rumored we're supporting them and sway lee came out and did that Sunflare song you know the song from the Man yeah, yeah. soundtrack which yeah. is a I fun, like that song, it's my son yeah. jakey's favorite song as well is so it? that was real nice to see yeah um that's and a it was great quite, song it's a brilliant song it's just a, it, it's like the biggest song in the world for, at one stage yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. You know, yeah that uh that was really nice to see because it was like you're never going to see the two of them do that in dublin you know they're never going to be on tour together like that again so it was mm. real special kind of yeah
0: yeah great Lovely. Okay, uh, your next choice is actually something completely different. So, yeah, okay. let's play it. This is a track uh, by an artist called Tyler Childers. Okay And this is a song called Feathered Indians. In front, of
3: on the inside of her thigh There are little feathered Indians Where we tussle through the night If I'd known she was religious Then I wouldn't have came stone To the house of such an angel Fucked up and get back Looking over West Virginia Smoking spirits on the roof She asked, ain't anybody told you That them things are bad for you I said, many folks aboard me There's been several people try, but up till now, there ain't been nothing that I couldn't leave behind. Hold me close, my dear. We don't
0: get a lot of country music on this podcast, but when we do, it's uh, usually c Matt that's picked it. (laughs) So uh, glad that somebody else has done it this time around. So Tyler Childers, 2017, this song is uh, from an album called Purgatory. So uh, what do you know about this fella? And how much do you love country music?
4: I fucking love country music so much. (laughs) Um, I probably listen to more country music than I do any other genre. Like, mm-hmm. but only really new stuff. Like, I don't really go back to like Willie Nelson or anything like that. Yeah, I did like yeah. a little bit of garp Brooks or whatever. Like, but only because my dad used to play it when I was young. But like, mostly like newer country artists, you know. Um, yeah, I love this guy. I think I just found him on Spotify one day, or someone must have shared him or something. But that song I actually have tattooed on me, fucking stomach as well. Um, oh, just which cause line? I, yeah, I just love to. Uh, so this the line is uh, looking over West Virginia, smoking spirits on the roof. She asked, ain't anybody tell you that those things are bad for you? I said, many folks have warned me. I've seen several people try, but up to now, there ain't been nothing that I couldn't leave behind. Mm. I just think that's a fucking savage line. Something like giving up the smokes. (laughs) (laughs) Speaks to me. (laughs) Smoking (laughs) fucking camel blues all day. (laughs)
0: Yeah, so I I know you put up a post recently saying you'd given up uh, alcohol. Yeah. Yeah, how are you finding the buzz now? You, oh, same. You had some learnings from a, a year off, was
4: it? Yes, uh, I'm about eight months now. So
0: I think I must eight have months. posted
4: when I was like six months off. Are you off mm. Andrei, as well, Andre?
2: Yeah, since last July.
4: Nice. Yeah, yeah it's so good. We're I, around about you. the same time. Um, I'm smoking more cigarettes now. So that's. I'm uh, vaping yeah, a lot. <laughs> yeah, see, you need your voices. That's the problem. You got to pick your voices. Um, yeah. Alcohol for me was just like. I think I did seven festivals last year, and I partied really hard at every single one of them. You know, and after Electric Picnic, I woke up in the car park at like fucking afternoon on the Monday, <laughs> which was rough yeah. as fuck. In my car, just like wow, I feel empty, mm. and uh, I just I have I had I think I drank one more time since that maybe in September, uh, and I just feel like I don't I don't like to get too preachy about it. That's why when I posted that thing, I was posting the good things and the bad things. You know, like. It, It can be quite boring, like you don't have as much of a social life, but you're you're trading off your weekends for your midweek, I think, in a lot of Mm. ways. Um, And I just find myself to be just generally all around crying a lot less, way less (laughs) anxious, like anxiety pretty much gone Um, and just way more productive as well. Like there's no, there's definitely not a coincidence that I'm releasing music again, like having quit, you know, six months ago or whatever. So, yeah, it's been really good. Uh, I don't, i'm not saying i will be off it forever but like for the time being it's it, it serving me anyway mm. yeah. i'm
2: a similar thing it's like it's like uh i can keep like going out and like by no means was i going out every weekend or anything but like i can keep kind of continuing like this and just scheduling uh an anxiety attack for like Saturday morning <laughs> or Sunday morning. Yeah. And that's the way I yeah. had to start thinking about it. I was like, okay, do I, I want to like, just put this in my calendar that I'm going to need a few hours to have a panic attack on Sunday, yeah. or will I just have a few fantas and go home a bit earlier? And yeah, it's exactly, actually just yeah. been lovely. Like it's been really nice. And I've like had, yeah. I think zero panic attacks, maybe one, um, Amazing. since, um, but it's like, yeah, there's like, but you're you're also like, you feel really boring, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is yeah, the other just, thing. Just but, and cons, you know, definitely. it's the smug, it's like it's that smug feeling waking up on a Sunday morning and being like, oh, I'm yeah. gonna go for a walk, and you're like, oh yeah, <laughs> this I'm just getting up great. every
4: day earlier, way earlier. Yeah, every day. yeah, this yeah for my whole life I battled with getting up early in the morning like I was mm. like in my in my teens, I was a nightmare in my early twenties I would sleep till fucking three p m sometimes and mm. now like I haven't slept slept past like ten or eleven am since probably I quit you know it's yeah
2: crazy. yeah it's a it's a real kind of leveler and I was reading somewhere mm. recently I can't remember if it was a paper I was reading or if it was an article um like in the Guardian or something but it was something about musicians who don't drink or have quit drinking like a little bit like quote unquote later in life, like their late 30s or their 40s and how it affects their art and their ability to create um, and that there is this sort of idea of an art, uh, an artistic person, whether you're a writer or uh, a musician or or a poet, whatever you are, you know, that, that that all of that stuff stems from pain in some way. And if you mm. don't feed that pain through mm. getting yourself into silly situations or getting drunk or whatever it might be, <laughs> mm-hmm. then you're not mm. going to have any well to draw from. But I think mm. like as you get older, it's just so much harder to like tap into a- any kind of emotion when you've got a hangover. Uh, it can be just so, so difficult to just yeah, think,
1: it's, let
4: alone anything it's, else. It's strange because it, it's interesting that you say that because I feel like I had this sweet spot and this was this is one of the, th- the reasons that I don't like giving up. But I had a sweet spot where I was writing some of my best songs viciously hungover, and I don't know mm. what it was, but it was like it was almost like the inhibitions had gone, but I wasn't drunk anymore, so I could like channel everything through. And I think there's yeah. there's definitely a melancholy to alcohol as well, where where you do you know that walking home feeling on your own where you're like fucking wistful and like nostalgic yeah. oh yeah you know? it can be um, so
2: poetic and like, oh it can be so
4: poetic yeah yeah I, I, and yeah. i I do miss that side of it but it's not worth the trade-offs for me anymore of just like the anxiety and the, and the sadness that comes with it you know
1: mm.
0: yeah you would hope there's other ways of accessing that those kind of um brain spaces or or uh parts of you that you know don't require the the root one of alcohol yeah, to get yeah, there, yeah, you know exactly, what I mean. Yeah. Like, um, and, uh, and if it's has, certainly if it's if it's if it's problematic for you or you feels like you're, you know, it's it has a lasting string effect. It's it's definitely yeah. the right thing to cut down. Yeah, it, has it come up for you in off.
2: your lyrics at all when you've been writing? Has the topic kind of
4: ended? Of of sobriety,
2: yeah. Are you? Uh, is it something that you're like looking at through through your lyrics, or is it just something that's no, kind of helping not, it not otherwise?
4: Not really. I haven't really written about it so far. I haven't written hmm. a lot of songs in the last, like since I've quit. I don't think I've 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 been actually writing a lot, but nothing that's really been hitting me so much. Like I have a lot of songs on my phone, but nothing that's as good as the that the album that i'm about to release or whatever so mm. yeah there, there's a lot to be said for the pain of it as well but like you yeah. was the same as well I'm, I'm hoping there's other ways to channel that um, mm. i mean on nights out i like to take mushrooms i like to take a real small dose of mushrooms and that <laughs> that really serves me well and
0: it doesn't yeah. make me
3: feel
4: bad at all the next day which is great
0: mm. yeah. yeah that's the thing i think if you, when you don't drink as well you just get more tired uh oh, before yeah. everyone else and that's like if you can if you can oh, counteract yeah. that then that's a nice thing because like the buzz of staying out is great you know but yeah if, if oh it's, yeah. if it's having the wrong effect on you the next day then sure, exactly yeah. absolutely, my my uh, rule is out. like
2: i'll stay out if there's dancing um and <laughs> i'll go home as soon as somebody repeats something to me as as soon okay, as someone thinks right, they're right. telling me something for the first time but it's actually the second time that's my cue <laughs> to go home <laughs> but if there's dancing yeah. or karaoke or any kind of like activity I'm there. I'm getting involved. Well, karaoke's
4: a good one. Yeah. Like, I'll like. i stay yeah. out if there's like, if there's good conversations going with people that I really like. Like if yeah. people I really like, no matter how drunk they are, I'll stay out. But like, if I start to get that inkling of will I go home? Should I go home? I usually just head off.
2: Yeah. 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 And yeah. the same Nothing- even
4: when I'm drinking. It's the same. Yeah
2: nothing got to happen yeah no to call It's
0: always a good thing yeah, <laughs> no. yeah especially the older you get like I okay, mean I'm at the age okay. you know, where I just start waking up at the same time nearly every day yeah. unless you push all the way through do you know what I mean unless you push to yeah. like four or five a.m then you won't wake up at 8 a.m no, but no you've passed the threshold there yeah exactly so <laughs> yeah but no uh it's it is it uh, does have a knock-on effect on you for sure but uh, one thing I
4: didn't have at uh, uh, most times was like knowing when to call it like I wasn't a, a person that would drink at home or I mm. wouldn't drink like often but like w- if there was a party going you'd find me there somewhere you know like mm. I'd go till fucking two the next day you no know, matter <laughs>
0: yeah. I, 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 I never, I've never i never been able to do that
2: for me it's like then the, every night that I would be with my friends and drinking was like the last night on earth and
4: yes yeah, yeah I'm yeah, like yeah. well
2: no I can't leave I have no, to stay no, it can't and this leave. has to How be could you the big, be? yeah, this is like, this, you know, we're all here guys, we're in the pub, you know, <laughs> yeah. this will never happen again. <laughs> this, <laughs> <And> is <it. laughs> this is it, this is
4: it.
2: It's kind of, it's it's learning that like, no, it, you, you'll you see them again, go home. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> Life goes on,
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, no, you, you totally hit on something there. For me, it was like it, the exact same thing. It's like, this is literally the last night on earth. Yeah. And like tomorrow yeah. does not exist and I cannot let go. I simply cannot let go. Yeah, yeah. And I'll let everyone so down good.
2: if I leave because it'll <laughs> yeah, change the yeah, vibe. Yeah. And and it's yeah. like no, <laughs> it won't. No, one, no one world. will realize you're gone. You are their world.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> it's the the C song. Every every ball is is, is my boyfriend. Is like, like, <laughs> but um,
0: all right. But yeah, lovely. no, that's good. Let's take a next song from uh 2020 from recent release uh from Ka. This is called I
1: Love. I love you. since birth. When hurt or sick, the only person I seek could write a play about strength on how you work in the week. Wanted to give you the world. I saw you here struggling. All praise to the Father. I had you here mothering. Sorry for the time I was belling in my teens. But you know I had a felon in my genes. It was bad man and bad lads chasing desire. From viewing what you went through, I learned grace on the fire. Saying you proud of me, sweetest words ever Pure soul, I know moms, you deserve better Whatever ailments you nursed me, back to health Defend me even when the enemies affect myself Show me love when all I seen was hate Said I was special to impress you, wanted to be seen as great It's my kiss, thank you for the unconditional And though I may not see you as much, I'm always missing you Sacrifice was a fact to life You, I love I love Held me down when I needed it most Let the shoulder to cry on, or I needed the to toast And would never let me go alone Everybody called it slum, but we know it is home And where we from, we supposed to be dug We both shared a different dream, we was closer than blood Learned from you, how to pour my heart in this song Way ahead of your time, it was just hard to get on Ain't gonna lie, just wanted to buy houses for the fam Move them out the hood, give them thousands and some land them nice sessions of eternal life lessons that i still use today when i'm uptight stressing always said we was veterans above us, and even though you pass you'll forever be the lavish it was an honor
0: to see so kyle i'm not sure uh, i don't know much about this artist so maybe you can fill us in a bit more yeah so kaz is a
4: another artist from new york like kind of like the father of navy blue and like uh, again very into that like drumless experimental, like loop and sample kind of style, and um, he's actually the head of a fire department in New York, which is crazy. Oh yeah, really. um, and yeah, he's just amazing. I just love the song because he breaks down love into into three different things. Like one of them is the love for his mom. One of them is the love for his like wife, and then another one is is his friend that died. And it's just like the different types of love. Uh, his and his wordplay is just crazy. He's just an amazing storyteller. Uh, a really accomplished artist, but someone who's not like you know successful, um. We'll say like financially from it. He's more of like a, you know, like like uh the equivalent of a journeyman rapper, but like top of the top of his trade. You know what I mean? Like a, mm. a trade, a tradesperson <laughs> of rap. Um. Mm. Yeah, I think he's amazing. And I, I also sure I
2: think that uh fire people um in America are. I don't know what the gender neutral. It sounds term, weird when you say it that way. Fire, yeah. fire people. It's like fire uh, it just
0: reminds me of that Bowie song. Uh, cat people putting out cat fire. Cat people. You
2: know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> but I think fire they're. People. I think they're all also like volunteers. So <laughs> um, the 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 day job and and the evening job both being you know precarious yeah. positions. Yeah. I love definitely. it. There's a lot of faith in that. In in that, yeah, 100%. that these are his things he wants to do. You know.
4: Yeah, it's brilliant. It, uh, it's just like, it seems like a nice way to live life. And actually, mm. I can't remember what newspaper, it was one of the big New York newspapers. It wasn't the NY Times, but it was like an- another tabloid. They tried to come for him at some point saying that he was like, you know, here's this this uh, guy that's like head of a fire department, but he's uh, encouraging violence, you know, mm. in his music as well at the same That time, sounds like a crazy. New
2: York Post kind of thing. Like yeah, like yeah, yeah. I think it was
4: sure. I think it was New York Post. Yeah, most yeah. the the. the, the the the, tab, the tabloid like uh, the headline it was the front page of the paper as well it's crazy that's oh god mm.
2: yeah. <laughs> promoting violence through <laughs> yeah, exactly. music through, and then you listen to that song poetry. and you're like yeah. really like <laughs> yeah it's mad isn't it <laughs> yeah not
0: yeah. oh, good alright uh, that was Ka uh, nice stuff um, would you I mean you, you kind of got a very eclectic taste here which is no surprise really based off listening to your your work but like is it have you found yourself moving or listening to anything more in particular the last while or indeed so do you have you have an album on the way right
4: yeah i do yeah yeah i have an album i don't have a date really yet well we have a date but i haven't just announced it yet so um i mean i've just been like in and out of it with music over the last couple of years like i i love writing music but i don't really love the music industry so much and it's really tough. I find it really tough to put stuff out there and like be vulnerable. And then insecurities about like the numbers that it's doing compared to like old numbers. And like, it can be very, very hard, you know, it's, it's like, um, I don't know. It, I'm sure you guys get it with, with, with like being writers and stuff as well. It's like, fuck my cat's holding on to the interface here. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's, it's just hard. Like it, it seems like the infrastructure in Ireland is sometimes missing in terms of like, uh, for, for artists, like, in terms of funding and, and uh, even in terms of gigging as well, like you were saying earlier, like, it's there's not that many gigs you can get and you can't play. Like, I did a lot of festivals last year, which means I don't get a lot this year. And then it's like, well, what do I do?
0: I <laughs> just wait till yeah. next year. Well, know? this is I've, the problem with, like, the fact that, you know, streaming and and uh, revenue that you can create yes. from non-live yes. is so difficult and it doesn't mean anything really. And it, it does has very little effect on you being able to. Uh, If you were purely just to put it back into your career, then you're in a position where you can't really do much with that money because the money isn't enough. So Mm. you have to rely on live gigs. So Mm. it definitely is that kind of thing that's worrying that I think for for anyone who's in some kind of craft, it is quite a difficult thing to keep up and uh, to Mm. keep the... uh, keep the hunger and the desire to do it is one thing and and then when you get to a successful place it's like well you're kind of getting pushed on to do even bigger and bigger i love uh, what andrea um, uh, horn says about uh, of tropical popicle says about uh, her business uh, if you if you think of it like you know your your career or your business she's like i never wanted to open more than one tropical popicle because like i'm really happy with the level, my life and the mm. level of <clears throat> income I have. And, and then people are always pushing me to franchise and do things. And I'm like, but no, I just want to be comfortable mm. and, and happy. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. But if That's most so musicians big. who are, you know, people like yourself who uh, are well-known or can, or can get decent slots and set up gigs, there's no reason why... We shouldn't be able to um, aspire to that, mm. a kind of a, a living wage. I mean, I guess that's partly why the basic mm. Um, mm. income scheme is is uh, was brought in here, which is. Mm you know, it is a really positive thing because it it's means a, bri-
4: that it's a brilliant thing. The basic thing yeah, amazing. an acknowledgement
0: that artists are, um, working on their craft and that craft is work as it's well, working, as opposed and, and to and also like, like that. It's okay, worth go. something.
4: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're saying like that's actually worth something. Um, and the unfortunate thing about the UBI is that it's just not enough money with, with, yeah. with the way the city has gone. Like it's mm. a, it's an amazing gesture, but like that'll just cover someone's rent really, you know mm, what I mean? Yeah. Which is great. But like, what about the rest of the stuff that we need to survive, you know? I was yeah, at a sure. I
1: was at
2: a conference yesterday that was um it was looking at um kind of arts policies in a post capitalist um landscape. Like how 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 can we look at um policy in the arts in funding and what have you, um, through a kind of a post-capitalist lens and something that one of the speakers brought up that i thought was really interesting was um the idea of paying artists to be lazy and how that's often something that (laughs) comes up around the universal (laughs) basic income Mm. and there was then a discussion about around like well why can't we do that why can't they be you know like why Mm. why can't they have time to think what is lazy you know lazy Mm. is in in the way that we think about it in in like a capitalist mindset mindset is just not working but not working doesn't mean not creating not working doesn't mean mm. and as well the, the the other thing that came up was um the idea that artists should be you know we, we should make decisions to do with funding them based on output and metrics and mm. how problematic that is as a as a model for making music and i and i think that mm-hmm. it's not only um things like getting grants and and stuff like that but like, like you were saying uh neither like the the idea of looking at what your metrics were for the last project and comparing it it's this like self analysis that artists have to do and this constant comparison and you know you're battling with algorithms and you're battling to get a space on spotify playlists and 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 things and yeah, it was it was a very, very interesting um, conversation. We didn't figure out how to end capitalism, but it, it, definitely, <laughs> like, it, it, yeah. it, it definitely inspired me to think about that critique of like, um, oh, we're just paying people to be lazy
4: in a way where I'm yes. like, well,
2: yeah, wouldn't that be the ideal? that we, we all actually get a bit of rest in our lives. <laughs> like yeah. and
4: I think uh, what makes, and why the universal basic income is so positive for artists is that it does give them a little bit of breathing room mm. to pay some bills in order maybe, even if it's like, okay, I only have to work two days this week as opposed to five and I can be in the studio for two, or I can work on my music admin for one. And yeah. Like it, it, it just frees them up and like let's be honest like people are gonna be lazy regardless like people are lazy in jobs and <laughs> they're lazy not in jobs that's exactly they can, they're it. gonna be yeah. lazy if they want to be lazy you know yeah. you can't stop them but it's know? also
2: just taking away that negativity from from the word lazy mm. and and reframing it as rest and and rest mm. in terms of rest is so
3: important you know yeah.
2: just not panicking about paying your bills not panicking if you didn't get a slot in a festival or whatever mm. it might be it's the it's taking away the the anxiety and if uh, and if you think about that in, in terms of la- laziness then it, it kind of reveals something so problematic about how we actually treat and yes, think about artists rest. in this country yeah, yeah rest that's, yeah. that's what uh, it like, is should sh- also, should musicians be allowed to sleep like is that the yes. question we're asking you know yeah and, uh,
4: <laughs> and also the, the unforgiving nature of how quickly things move in music these mm. days it's like it doesn't allow artists to go off and like make this brilliant art you, mm. you're constantly like being sucked for the next bit of content that you have you know what I mean yeah. it's like I don't want to live that life that's not how good albums get made you know like yeah. good albums can't just be made by established artists that have the space to do that you know what I mean like yeah we need to give like new up-and-coming artists like the space to be able to do that obviously that's in an ideal world you know it's not yeah but know, I mean even
2: possible. even looking at what what went on during the pandemic with musicians and the amount of you know there was there was a lot of celebration around the arts Dur- during um the lockdowns and how important they are and people were you know l- logging into live streams and and it was amazing for for all of us who don't work in that industry and and for people who do as well to to just kind of experience live music in in, in that way mm. but it's also really revealing that you know, it, musicians didn't get a rest uh, during that time either, because <laughs> mm. that it, it was like, oh, well, now we've an opportunity. Now we can get a bit of mm. uh, uh, People talking about us because we're doing a live stream now. You know, uh, other people are doing this kind of event. Maybe I should be doing this kind of event as well. Mm, There's no rest for artists. There's no. There's a lot of
4: live stream comparison going on. Let me tell you.
2: One hundred percent, like absolutely, and then the people who weren't doing live streams are being asked, "Well, oh well, why don't you just do a live stream?" And it's like, "Well, there's a pandemic." You know, it's it's. I knew people that spent
4: thirty fucking grand on a live stream. You know what I mean? On one stream yeah crazy money going around you know yeah and and now nobody cares about live streams really you know it's just a memory
2: yeah yeah it's 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 very (laughs) revealing there were some good ones for sure there were yeah there definitely
3: were um yeah there was a virus i mean there
0: is that uh like other voices are still doing a lot of them and uh theirs are you know really well produced if on. Theirs there's, there's were week? really the cut board everybody else's. It was
4: really good. And like yeah. actually I that, distinctly
0: uh, remember that watching like Denise's one as well. Mm.
4: Um yeah, the career yeah. is Inside. crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I did one with them as well. I, I did other voices when it was all live streamed in 2020. And that mm. was honestly right. the single best thing I probably ever did for my career. It was like it yeah. was the one thing where I noticed like, oh my trajectory has just changed now because a couple of thousand people, as opposed to maybe a, a couple of hundred in a room, were watching it. You know what I mean? And she yeah. them properly, like yeah,
2: yeah. They were they were a very strange time, and I think like mm. the the gratitude that we all collectively had towards musicians and and other artists as well during COVID. Um, there was maybe an optimism that I was skeptical of during that time that that would <laughs> um that it would translate into more support and there has been, you know, teeny tiny little steps mm. that we have to acknowledge, but, um, into more support for, for the arts. But you know mm. it's the more things change the more they stay the same and it's yeah, and it true. has it, it is just as hard if not more difficult now with venue closures and algorithms mm. and ev- all of it literally all of it um to it. make music and, and put out music whether you're established or not you know it's it's yeah, crazy really difficult i find them yeah. um,
4: actually f- like funding that for me is the hardest thing i think to actually fund my album has been the most difficult thing mm. um I had like a lot of uh, conversations with labels in the UK, like after my first album, like whether it was distributors or labels in the UK and they would go on for months and they would show a lot of interest and they would sometimes offer a, like a decent sum of money. And then after a while would start to go cold, you know, in a month or two when the music industry changed inevitably again. Mm, and then yeah. and, and that was really frustrating for me. I was like, fuck, because you're given this thing and you're like, oh, I'm going to get 20 grand here to like, Fun my album brilliant that 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 pays for like two-thirds of it we'll say um Mm. you know in terms of marketing and pr and all that shit but and then it's just taken away and you're like oh now i've zero (laughs) yeah and what are what what are
2: the new metrics that people are looking at like is it views on tiktok i think it's tiktok is is it yeah
4: i think it seems to be tiktok yeah i think it's it's always going to be gigs like how many people you can pull to a gig is always going to be the the biggest metric i would say Mm. but like i would say tiktok if you're if you're not popping on tiktok Most places won't invest in you, I don't think. Which is mad, but it's just the way it is. So get that astrology TikTok going. Let's go. Let's do it.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, it was nice. I was at the Great Escape last week in Brighton. My first time at a new music festival for a while. And that's its own ecosystem as well. I mean, I'm sure people are considering TikTok stuff for maybe like singer-songwriters and things like that. But like, there is a lot to be said for like an artist that, especially at the moment in terms of like, Brexit and cost of living stuff and all that. But being able to uh, bring a band from Ireland, say, for example, uh, mm. to the, U- the UK is, uh, is you know, there are questions, but bringing an Irish band to, to EU is easier than bringing a UK band. So a lot of the UK industry is, like, really interested in Irish bands and Irish acts. So okay. that's really interesting always uh, that's at cool. the moment. Yeah, so, I mean, but it is, it's like, it, it, ultimately it comes down to, is your live show good? Because no one's ever going to sign... A band or work with a band if they if they can't see that that can be uh, developed or, or worked on mm. if it's if it's yeah. at a lower ebb. So yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, it's interesting. It is the TikTok thing is kind of scary mm. uh, yeah. because it is you know what is what's the next thing you know what's the
4: mm. next thing. Yeah, that's, I mean, what's that's scary sh- about it. You could you like, could spend uh, two years really cracking that. And then all of a sudden it would be
3: something else. Like, like people like, oh. did
2: with Spotify. Like I'm, sh- I'm sure yeah. there's plenty of artists who finally cracked you. Spotify and, and mm. their label are like, oh, well, that's all well and good. But what, what about the TikTok views? And it's like, well, what, what do you need <laughs> yeah, from yeah. me? I, do, I wrote a song. Like that's what my job <laughs> yeah, is. is the best
3: song ever. <laughs> it's the, literally
2: the best song you've ever heard in your life. And you're talking yeah. to me about a clock app. Like this is ridiculous. <laughs> like this is outrageous. <laughs> It's yeah. yeah, no it is. It's a it's really wild. scary a time and industry. like not, Niall Nile and I have been obsessed with talking about AI on the podcast recently. So I won't mm. bring it up too much again, but like that is also a, a, an area of um of change in the industry that we're mm. certainly watching very closely with like our peeking it's through scary. our hands. Like
0: <laughs> the, the more that stuff goes down the line with metrics and impressions and uh numbers and AI, the more that people will Want to kick back against we'll and there so are a Whole yeah. other, whole other strand of people who are just like, no, only like, I only listen to music by humans. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. Anyway, so yeah, hopefully, dead, right? Hopefully, no. It'll I agree happen. with that. Yeah. All right, let's go on. Move on to your next track uh, by No Name. Haven't heard No Name in a while. Yes. This is uh, this is good to hear. This is <laughs> Bye Bye Baby. Before you leave, don't look down. God will
5: help you spread your wings. need some milk and honey. My baby needs some milk, honey Don't ask me why she said goodbye My baby dined at white walls Cigarettes over the sky Fall right in this life this is my song Don't ask me why she hesitated Almost waited, waiting room Played it up in heaven soon Soon I will see the king And he reminds me Some get presents before they even ready I can see that she loves me I know her heart is heavy occasion, nation, baby, help me testify Oh, well, you know I hate goodbye, bye-bye, blue Somebody let the yellow in, bye-bye, blue I'm gonna fall in love again On a lonely road where happiness needs us You my baby, you my baby I'm your baby, I'm your baby You my baby, you my baby I'm your baby, I'm your baby, I'm your baby, I'm your baby. On a lonely road where happiness needs us I'm gonna fall in love again on a lonely road where needs
0: us. Yeah, that's No Name from 2016, from Telephone, and I uh, believe there's going to be some new No Name uh, music soon, believe. Been, Ooh, really? Been, oh, really? Always believe. It seems like it. I look at her Instagram there, it's all cleared out and there's only one oh, post she? on it. Yeah, and that's... she's playing in three weeks and she says she's playing new music, so <sighs> that's something she nice. Is playing here? Uh, no, it's some, uh, oh, it's some festival it. in the US, yeah, yeah, Oh yeah. I got excited there, shows. I love her. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting, isn't it? She said, she said she's going to play this. I think it's in like it's an all-black festival, black arts festival. Song. Yeah,
4: because she stopped playing gigs because all the audience was white and she didn't like it. So yeah. I think she was just sick of playing to white people. I mean, that's her prerogative to, to yeah. say. Yeah, um, for sure. I, I love her. I think she's unbelievable. Uh, she The reason I put her on the list is she was just a big influence on my earlier hip-hop stuff. And like, I don't know, I just love the way she writes. It's like really kind of like stream of consciousness, and um, really friendly beautiful like the sound it's it's a real nice morning record telephone like it's just on mm-hmm. on first yeah. thing in the morning put you in like a you know because you don't want too positive and you don't want too negative first thing in the morning it's just kind of like you want soothing
3: <laughs> it
0: gets you through yeah. yeah 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 she's got that lovely tone as well yeah and, uh, and the and
3: yeah, yeah, she's, she's that album.
0: Uh, she it's such uh, a
2: beautiful album. It's amazing. I love that mm. album.
0: She actually did play Coachella as well. Um so oh, okay.
3: did she? Either,
4: so. yeah, so Speaking of White People. Speaking <laughs> of white people. <laughs> <laughs> Um
2: yeah I think I think I love that you used the word friendly to describe it it, it is mm. it's such a welcoming sound it's like there's mm. nothing the
4: whole album sounds like that yeah yeah
2: it's just it's like a hug it's really um mm, it's like it's, it's somewhere between poetry and hip hop and I mean mm. not that those things are mutually exclusive but um and again not not a big kind of drum record not a massive like Mm-mm. like the the beats are important but they're important in the in their subtlety um yes, and how yeah, much yeah. kind of freedom she has around that. So I can definitely see why you've why you've chosen her in terms of her style. And you can even hear in that clip there that like she gets like she she often sits comfortably in this space between singing and rapping as well. Mm. And so she can kind of like manage to like talk melodically which is really cool. Mm. And I'm always like really struck by that how she manages to do yeah. that.
4: That was that was a big lesson for me when I started to listen to her because I was I was really just learning how to rap when I first heard of No Name mm. and I yeah it it just kind of struck a chord with me because I was like oh I don't know I like that mix of talking and half singing kind of thing and and yeah. also just saying what's on your mind <laughs> rather than like having some big overarching theme of like and she can jump from one thing to the other very very easily which I like mm. as well yeah um,
0: yeah and this is kind of like uh, her style is kind of like. Uh a little bit in the same tone as uh, Chance but except for mm. I can mm. actually stand to listen to Chance I can't stand to listen to Chance anymore but. yeah me neither <laughs> and I used, used to be very into Chance and he I, loves I think, his uh, wife
2: guys Like, it's, yeah <laughs> he
4: really loves his wife <laughs> Chance, <laughs> yeah. Chance used to be, would probably be a big influence because they're both from Chicago as well early yeah, days, and yeah, like, yeah.
2: The, uh, I think she cites him as like a massive influence yes. do we think Do um, we
0: think that meme ruined him a bit like I mean it kind of 100% yeah. well the uh, album yeah.
4: fucked the album ruined him, the big day ruined him a little bit, and then also he his reaction to that album really ruined him yeah. as well. You know, yeah. um but he's come back a few times. He's he had a song with Joey Badass called The Highs and the Lows. That was really good. Um and I think he will go away now and well, he's been away for a few years, but I think he's gonna come back with something with, with a vengeance, I would say. He's that kinda, I really, he has really that hope level of ego does. where he wouldn't ever be able to <laughs> like take it as a loss and just leave music. Yeah. He will come back for sure.
5: I think
2: <laughs> he God, was also there was there was a while where he was like kind of maybe like looking after Kanye a little bit, and mm. there, oh, was, there was also a lot going on there. and I'd love yeah. to see him come back because I think he's he's so
0: just think it's a mixtape that's all you need to do, yeah. yeah. Like yes. that, yeah. that yeah. album, Don't The
5: Big Day, trying was to make just, the
0: al- big album was the problem, I think, as well. Yes, that was well, it was just one of the say, most
2: disappointing, like I know. Oh, it was just so, yeah, oh, it really was,
0: yeah.
4: Um. He would we'll always have
0: Ultralight beam though at least. Yeah, exactly. He would have yeah. wrote a lot
4: I would say Him and Cody probably wrote fucking half canny songs <laughs> probably. Yeah. Probably gave all his
0: verses to him. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we have one more track from oh, Milo, get your ears ready. and uh this is what I was I was expecting more of this kind of vibe originally so I'm glad to see it. You it's it been all end. me
2: so far. <laughs> yeah.
0: This is uh The Machinist by have Heart. Let's
3: go. Just not
0: All right, Nilo, tell us now, why this one? Why this one? Because <laughs> um, like I know the, you like heavy music. I know you play heavy, you've play. played heavy music before.
4: Yeah, so, so that uh, that band, Have Heart, is a band that were around in Boston in the early 2000s, and they just kind of like, the melodic hardcore genre, they just did it the best out of anybody. Um, oftentimes, that style of music, the lyrics aren't very good, but uh, you probably couldn't make them out there. But if you go back to the lyrics of that album, like they're so fucking amazing. Uh, And that song just hit me at a time where I was, like, working in an insurance company out in Blanche, like, hating my life. And the song is basically all about, like, you know, corporations treating human beings like machines, and um, it's kind of like a protest song in that way, you know? So it spoke to me when I was, like, early 20s. I was like, yeah, fuck this. I'm gonna move. So I moved to Vancouver based on pretty much that album. Um, Yeah, so that's why I kind of and I also wanted to just expose you to uh, some mad shit from that you probably never listened to before from the early two thousands <laughs> in Boston. <laughs> right, ahead,
3: I remember when I worked in a yeah. when I worked
2: in a call center. That was when I got really into Rage Against the Machine. So I can oh yeah definitely yeah, yeah. like empathize We're, with the vibe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah,
4: I remember just like. Um, there was like one lyric website I used to be able to access from the to work computer. And I would just like obsessively read over the lyrics all, all <laughs> and again, just be like, I got to get the fuck out of here.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> you got to go to Vancouver. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I really, That's I really not. enjoyed that. that. Yeah. Cause I'm, I, I the last um, Boston band I listened to was me, uh, reviewing the dropkick murphy's new album okay, last okay. week so this was nice Ooh, this was, this was refreshing
4: I actually yeah um, i went to see them in the tree arena recently because the scratch were supporting right and, yeah uh,
3: i, tell I it actually it was good enjoyed
4: crack. them yeah it was good fun like yeah they're, they're obviously not writing the songs that they you know once wrote but like yeah well it's all they,
2: woody guthrie like cutting room stuff now it's all yeah, his lyrics yeah. now um
4: which is yeah. good but yeah And they're very yeah they were really good they're like a well-oiled machine like live Jesus Christ I was yeah. like this is insane I yeah. think they're a bit confused about where they're from but like you know that's all <laughs> sure. Americans in general like, Yeah, yeah. That's no offence for, sure. yeah. for sure yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh closest I get to this kind of stuff really for me is like the because uh, I love the BC Boys is their yes. kind of punky album Olio, all yeah. that stuff I loved all that kind of stuff but I've never really gone any deeper than that on like mm. anything like that so well
4: I think BC yeah. Boys would have been considered a hardcore punk band in their first records yeah. I mean they definitely were
0: yeah uh, yeah. yeah. Um and the, and then they did that other aglioli of ninety-five mm. kind of just a eight track collection of stuff. I love listening to their the live stuff as well. Mm. But they were great. Um so what about what about um other Irish music? Anything doing it for you at the moment? I'm
4: trying to think what's really doing for me in Ireland. Uh I like Abby Kulavalli. I think she's fucking unbelievable. She's, think she's great. gonna be a gigantic. Um yeah. obviously always love Saint Sister. Um I think Morgana's working on some solo stuff that I've heard yeah, a lot Yeah, so she's of that, obviously on the new on, single maybe. with you as well, so. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, so I listen to a lot of her music, mostly just because we send stuff back and forth like religiously to each other, being like, is this any good? Yeah. <laughs> and be like, yes, it's amazing. It's the best song I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's about it. Like, I'm trying to think, is there anybody really, you know, when you get asked these questions, you want to like talk about everybody, but yeah, um, yeah, I can't, I can't think of anybody too much right now. That's what about okay. you
0: guys? Uh, well, I went to see Gurrier's last week. Mm. thought they were really good. Um, yeah,
4: where was that?
0: It was in Great Escape, actually, so I hadn't seen them in Ireland at oh, all. Really? So okay. uh, I just caught the last tune, thought they were great. Brick Nasty, absolutely oh, amazing. Class, band. bro. Brick Nasty um,
4: fucking unbelievable, man. I've seen them yeah. like a few festivals last year. I've seen them lots of times now, but like every time I've seen them, like these are masters. The drummer is crazy. Better, better. Yeah,
0: he's so good. Oh, I just man. it was he's a good time because it was like one o'clock heard. in the afternoon, and they were like <laughs> it was daytime, and everyone was very chill, and it was like oh, I just yeah, I just watched these lads play for hours. Like, yeah. so I haven't 100%. seen them.
2: Uh yeah. and oh, I think yeah, the recorded sure. stuff
0: as well, you're not maybe not hundred percent sure what's going on. When you see them live, you're like, whoa, these lads can play. They oh, can really insane. play. Yeah. Like super impressive. Um so I thought in the last week anyway, there's two that I saw that were they're really exciting for me. Mm. Um uh, what about you, Andrea? Anything anything bubbling up for you? <laughs>
2: I haven't been going to any gigs, have I? No, I've just been rinsing the Alvaretti album uh, since it came out. Oh, dead. just all I over all it. It's, yeah, it's just so good. Um, yeah, that's that's probably it. Really, I'm not listening to as much music as I would like to these days. Um, Are you guys
4: going to uh, Mango Mathman last show this weekend? With any chance? I, I'm at a wedding. Ah, oh, fuck. Are you? Uh, uh, wait, you're officiating a wedding, aren't you?
5: Yeah. Yeah, that's
4: my first time. How do I know that, bro? I don't know. How do you know
0: that? How do you know that? Did I tell you that? No, you didn't. I (laughs) was talking to
4: some people last week and they were telling me that they're going to a wedding that you're doing uh, there.
0: Who who would that be? Uh, Peter? Uh, Tim uh, was
4: the guy's name and Anna. I'm not sure if they know you or they're just going to the wedding and you're doing it. You know what I mean?
0: Okay, I don't know if yeah. I didn't know people knew I was doing it. That's, that's <laughs> <even> scary. <laughs> There's yeah, been posters
2: everywhere, Niall. Have you not seen yeah, them?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been advertised. They're charging into this. Yeah,
2: well. I heard it on the radio. <laughs> <Yeah>. like.
0: <laughs> well, if well, it's your wedding, congratulations. We'll, we'll see. If I'm <laughs> yeah, here next congrats, week, guys. Uh, it'll, it'll all be good. Yeah, yeah. 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 Nilo, right, great to chat to you finally on the podcast. Yeah. And, uh, Thanks so Thanks so much for your playing the Hennessy Hip Hop House. Yeah, let's um, go. Looking forward to it. Later this summer on in the June, uh, solstice Mm. weekend. So yeah, yeah, we'll chat to you again soon. We'll hear some new music from you soon. All right, right, peace and love. You go and do
3: your thing. See you soon. Take care. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. I sell my
4: family short, but I'm strong in public, and I die for you if you're from Dublin. My opinion doesn't have to be gospel, but every young person's only three poor decisions away from a hostel. They sell your family short and they'll starve you in public. Would you die for me if you're from Dublin? I got an angel on my shoulder the devil sent a postcard I was searching for meaning in the middle of a snowstorm I was listening to seasons in the abyss before the concert maybe looking for reasons to exist among the monsters I got an angel on my shoulder the devil sent the postcard I was searching for meaning in the middle of a snowstorm I was listening to seasons in the abyss before the concert maybe looking for reasons to exist among the monsters I wasn't happy day to day because- nearly sweating of course you know in the summertime, and just thinking about everybody that's off playing music at festivals and like i'm on the bus on the way home
0: okay thanks to nilo for the chat uh, lovely to hear his song choices lots of variation in there and uh, some really nice stuff you can catch him at body and soul festival this june at the hennessy hip-hop house so do um have a look at that um andrea that's it for most this week. I think. I think we. I think we worked ourselves into uh, a lot of music there and uh, yeah. talked about. A this lot was of a topics. long episode.
2: So a good old, good old, a
0: good old uh, uh, chat and chinwag we had. So that was great. Uh, great to have Nilo. But yeah, um, anything else you'd like to add?
2: No, we'll be back next week. Um, it's currently sunny, so I hope wherever you are, you're getting a bit of vitamin D. Yeah, che- cheering up my my cat is knocking something over in in the next room so that it might be our cue
0: okay time to investigate (laughs) yes okay (laughs) talk to you next week bye bye